Hello, and welcome to episode one of Back to Normal. I'm Kevin Ibrahim. The COVID-19 pandemic has affected the world in many ways. Not only has it taken lives, but it has also fundamentally shifted the way we relate to and manage time. As some countries lift their regulations and restrictions and are beginning to enter a post-pandemic world, many individuals have found it difficult to adapt to life outside of lockdown. This podcast is aimed at highlighting mental health issues many people face during the transition from a remote and isolated ways of living back to daily human contact and provide possible solutions to combat these issues. In this episode of Back to Normal, our speakers Alice and Purple Line will discuss the ways uh, discuss the ways increased levels of procrastination affected their mental health during the height of lockdown and how they were able to overcome their difficulties through the use of various time management strategies to improve their productivity, build healthier routines, and lead balanced lifestyles as students preparing for the post-pandemic world. So. How are your dead deadlines going these days? And what do you find difficult about them? Shall we maybe start with a quick introduction of ourselves? Sure. Uh, you can go ahead. So I'm Purple Line. You can also call me Derome, and I am a really big procrastinator, and I'm kind of, kind of like struggling with my life in the post-COVID time. Yeah, hi, I'm Alice. Um, I'm a rising senior at high school, so I guess this sentence kind of already indicates that I have procrastination problems uh, because, you know, application process is coming up and AP exams, all the stuff. It's just so hard to manage sometimes. And when COVID hit it, it was just, I don't know, it got much worse. Uh, so we definitely need to figure out some ways how to deal with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, have you guys... Do you guys have any deadlines coming up? I know Alice mentioned AP exams and like college applications, but in your day-to-day life, have you found it difficult to, um, uh, have you found it difficult to overcome your procrastination and um, complete these deadlines? Yeah, it's pretty difficult. Um, in our school, we use a website called ManageBack where we have all the deadlines in our school. And I often get late submissions and like marks deducted for that. So it's kind of hard for me. And you, Alice? Yeah, for me as well. I would also say that I'm a perfectionist. So uh, the, the, like, the saying done is better than perfect doesn't work for me. I prefer it to be done perfectly than done. Like, uh, so I wouldn't submit anything if I don't feel like it's perfect and it's worth submitting. So that's why I procrastinate even more. And uh, when it comes to deadlines, I just wait till the last minute, literally. And then I just look at an assignment. And if I understand I won't manage it in time physically, then I just use like all my communication skills to postpone it, like talk to teachers, uh, ask them to postpone somehow, or just find 
some crazy ways and that's that's not healthy i see i see uh, would you say that you procrastinated more before or during COVID? Definitely during COVID, you know, um, away from school, away from the teacher supervision, away from the classmates beside you that are working pretty hard. You just get that freedom and that sense of comfort and joy. And, you know, like my phone is always by my hand. I never open my computer or my notebook ever again yeah for me as well uh probably also the fact that um I don't know why but my school decided to just start giving even more assignments because they didn't know how to deal with online learning like I never had this practice and they just didn't know how to act so they were like okay let's just give them more assignments maybe that will help and it definitely did not. Uh, we were just like trying to figure out what to do, how to deal with this. Uh, I remember I was just on the phone with my friend all the time, just like helping each other to stop procrastinating. Just like, have you done something today? No. Yeah, me neither. Let's do something, please. Already, we need to submit some stuff. So yeah, it was it was crazy, uh, especially like first half a year. And how how did COVID exactly affect your procrastination? Like, I know you mentioned, like, the deadlines while you were learning from home. Uh, what would you say that, um, what would you say that, that you did differently in, how, would, how did you procrastinate differently in COVID? I think the first thing is probably waking up. Um, I am studying in a boarding school and in our dormitory, we have bells and lights opening at six o'clock. However, at home, because I have like no more things waking me up, I wake up like about nine o'clock. And if you wake up at nine o'clock, um, by the time you feel that you're completely awakened, it's usually like you already skipped breakfast and it's noontime. And then you feel, well, you know, after lunch, then you feel a little bit sleepy, you get a little rest, and then, oh, it's night. Yeah, I would say during, like, normal life period, you just have to push yourself out there in the morning, like, wake up, do, like, simple skincare. Uh, even if you don't do skincare, you just need to push yourself on the street, like, go to school physically, right? Uh, and you already kind of getting a vacant because like you don't have a choice right you need to wake up you need to be there on time and when it's online yeah maybe you do have classes in the morning but you can literally join from bed right and that's that's just I don't know it helps your inner procrastination to just cover all the space around you you just feel lost what do you do when you do procrastinate Just usually my phone, you know, there's so many things we can do on our phone. So I watch animation, I read some net literature, I play games, I chat with my friends, I update social media, like a ton of things, but like nothing useful. Yeah, for me, it's mostly Netflix and social media as well. And uh, I don't know, but the thing about my procrastination, usually I just 
scroll social media and find some things I want to do some time in the future. For example, like new hobbies I want to pursue or I don't know, new books I want to read or something. And I just add it to my list and never do this. So that's kind of a procrastination day for me, just uh, lying on the bed, scrolling social media and finding some new ways how I'm going to spend my time sometime in the future, which will never practically happen. And to what extent do you think procrastination affects your life? And how determined are you to change these procrastination habits? I think that if you literally have enough motivation, there's like no such thing for procrastination. So I would say that I am not as determined as I am supposed to be to change the procrastination habits. Because, you know, like, human all love leader love to be lazy it's like human nature so i'm just pretty happy with my vacation life and if i'm not forced to do something i would rather like enjoy this for maybe just one day later one month later one year later but i think there will be a time when i really need to change myself for example when some really important deadlines coming like application i think i will kind of get myself up and something like that yeah I wouldn't say procrastination kind of changed my life a lot uh, because I am motivated just like the goals I have they're too long term and my brain like doesn't see it it's not tangible it's like somewhere like five ten years in the future so my brain is like why are we doing all of this work right now like it's like the results are not coming they will come in the future and let's do something short term that will like uh i don't know just watching series right because you you receive satisfaction short term you don't have to wait like years to achieve your goals that are long term so for me it's not a problem of motivation i am strongly motivated it's just too long-term for my brain to understand that we actually need to do it. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I am trying to change it, especially with application process coming up. Uh, but I don't know. At this point, I guess I am who I am <laughs> because I had a crazy experience of preparing for AP classes. Uh, I had all AP exams like in one week four days in a row and a week before APIS I just called all of my friends and I was like don't call me out I'm not gonna go and I just <laughs> I was just waking up in the morning going to a cafe because I can't work at home so I was just sitting in the cafe from morning till evening and just working on my computer I guess all waiters in that cafe already know me by name <laughs> Because I was literally going there just every day throughout the whole week and preparing for my exams. Uh, and I actually had one course self-studying uh, and I self-studied it for two weeks and I got a four on the exam, which is crazy. But I literally wasn't studying the whole year. I was just postponing it to last minute and I still somehow managed. I guess that's the problem of my procrastination habits because my brain sees that even if I procrastinate last minute, I still get decent results and my brain is like okay you still can manage it even last minutes and why start early um but that's definitely something i need to work on because i don't think it will work as usual during the application process 
speaking of motivation, how do you work with motivation and what are, what are things that can keep you working on achieving your goals? I think passion. Yeah, I usually divide work into like two categories. The first category is the thing that I really like, like philosophy, my favorite subject, which I would like to put as much effort as I can, like as much time as I can. And yeah, it's just, I like it. So I'm motivated. Um, however, the things that I procrastinate are the second category. The things um, like subjects I don't like as much or like some homework or assignments that I just know that is useless, but I still have to hand it out like in some way. For those, for this kind of, this category, I value efficiency more than like um, really achievements or experience or knowledge gain. So I just, I just hate these things. Like the first category I call the study where I actually learn something. I actually gain something out of it. For a second one, I call work where it's just um, nonsense output. But however, sadly, like the second category is the bigger part of my life. So things that help me to keep working on them, um, I guess rewards. If I tell myself that I could go hang out for an hour after I finish the work, or I would reward myself with a dessert or a drink, then I probably will get happier and like more motivated to some extent. Uh, for me, um, the things that motivate me the most is like um, my life goals. Let's say I want to like travel as much as possible, but this motivation isn't like something tangible, right? And when you sit in one place for a year, let's say, at home during COVID, it's kind of blurs, like, traveling, okay, you're you're sitting at home for a year, like, what is traveling? How, how is this going to look like? Uh, what are you going to do? You, you st- stop seeing these things because you're locked in one environment and you start questioning yourself, what is even my motivation? Why do I do this? I, I can't even imagine the results I will get then then why (laughs) so how do I work on it yeah definitely just go for little trips somewhere just to show myself that yeah uh, that's how it will look like it's actually possible uh, and you will have it one day you know in the pandemic we had a lot of spare time but we uh, a lot of us still didn't um complete the task we were assigned so um, if you are you actually lacking time or are you on how are you, how do you save time on regular activities if not are you just motivated to do the work I'm not lacking time like absolutely lacking time um so I still sleep for 10 hours whenever I can um yeah, I'm just like not motivated enough to do the second category, which I mentioned. Um, so for these kind of work, which are often regular activities, like either reciting vocabulary to prepare for TOEFL or ACT, and maybe just um, daily math practices, I don't like them that much. So to save time, 
I don't have a very good solution, actually. Like for most of them, the thing to save time is just you're getting more used to it. Your practice more, practice makes perfect. But like that doesn't save time, that consumes time. I guess for me, the problem of lacking time during the pandemic was that um, I kind of started seeing the TikToks on my free page where people are just like, oh, yeah, we're like in a lockdown. Let's start some new hobbies. Let's do something awesome. And they're like crushing or doing like philosophy, sociology, fashion, whatever. And I'm just looking at all of this and I'm just like, okay, I want to do this as well. Yeah, I'm at home. I have nothing to do. Like, of course, yeah, I have school, but uh, I still kind of do have a spare time. I want to start new hobbies. And I just created this crazy plan with all of my potential new hobbies in it. And then, yeah, I, I realized I don't have time for all of this, right? Uh, I'm not a superhuman. I still have school and I can't just pursue every interesting thing out there. So that was kind of frustrating at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I guess the only thing that helps with it is prioritization, right? You can't do everything. Uh, just choose some things you do like, some of your passions, and don't try to mix everything in the one place. And what did you guys actually do with your all the spare time you guys had? And did you start something new? I know Alice said that she wrote down a bunch of things that she could have started. Yeah, so during my earlier part of my life, I actually learned a lot of new things. I was like curious in everything and I try everything. You know, I sing, I dance, I draw, like I do handicraft. I learn every subject that I have access to. So like everything you can think of, except like extreme sports, I'm not into sports, like except sports, like everything you can think of, I probably had taken a dip in it. Um, but like after these um, six, seven years, I kind of get bored, got bored with like the majority of them. And I kind of like find my real passion in philosophy and thinking. Um, so now, like in recent, like two or three years, except the necessary schoolwork of the second category, I put all my extra time into, into what I like. Um, so, like, I didn't start something new in another field, but I did start some new philosophic books um, of some new philosophers that I didn't have much knowledge about. Yeah, like in the self-isolation time. I had the same thing in my childhood. Like, I was this uh, active, bright child pursuing every hobby possible. Uh, I mean, it's not, it wasn't kind of like my initiative. It's just uh, I was the first child in the family, and my parents were crazy about it. Just like, let's put her in this club and this club and also this one and here. <laughs> so I was doing kind of everything. <laughs> uh, and I was actually passionate about a lot of things right I, I was just doing all hobbies out there and happy with it uh but then yeah as I grew up I noticed that I'm not doing practically anything besides school like yeah I'm reading but I do consider reading a uh, kind of a procrastination I mean if it's like a 
not, not kind of like philosophical or like science literature, but like just a normal literature. And for me, this is uh, another kind of procrastination. So, so I was like, yeah, I am reading and watching series, but like, what else? I don't have hobbies anymore or like what happened uh and when pandemic started I was even more frustrated about it I was like okay I don't have hobbies and all people out there do have them uh so yeah as I mentioned uh answering previous question I kind of put all the hobbies in my list that I want to say like pursuing uh but I didn't manage um and uh, then like after some time I just decided that Like it's better to start something just than just put this crazy list in front of you and not being able to do anything. So I started just like um studying more of things I'm interested in, like politics, uh, sociology, uh psych- psychology, right? Just reading about them directly and like studying more of the subjects. Uh and also I started crocheting. Uh that, that was kind of nice, like just some uh physical activity that helps to turn your brain off and just like i don't know relax so that that was nice and what are some good time management strategies that you can recommend so like in recent years we have a ton of new time management strategies like those matrixes and those on um, tables but i think Um, the best way is actually to cut things, to do some reduction. Like um, in my earlier years, I was trying to pursue excellence in every subject, in every field. And that made me really anxious and like full of pressure. You know, I have to compete singing with those who sing best, compete drawing with those who draw best, compete with STEM students about math, compete with humanities students about language. And that was really tiring and I was feeling very distressed at the time because, you know, you're not, you cannot be like the best in every field. However, you can be the best in like some fields. So what I did was I just cut off the activity like from the start. Um, Just for example, um, for singing, I just quit the choir and I just only do it for a hobby instead of for a competing thing. Um, so I put, I like put those time in other fields and I concentrated them into one field that I'm the most um, interested in. And I think that's like the most essential and useful strategies. Just you can save time if you don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I believe reduction is like actually one of the best strategies out there, uh, as well as um You know, usually people can like delegate things they don't like doing. But I actually don't believe in this like thing. You know, there's a like productivity strategy when you divide things into four categories: like urgent and important, urgent non-important, uh, like non-urgent, non-important, and so on. And just like I don't get it. Like I don't have things in my list that are not important. Like why would I put them on my list then, right? And like delegating. That's so weird for me. I just can't do it. Like I'm a perfectionist, and sometimes I just feel like other people won't do it like my way, like my perfect way, or whatever. Uh, I just feel stressed, like giving my task to someone else, even if I know they can do it well. I'm just, I'm just like, no, I'm gonna do it better. Like 
now. <laughs> so um, that's kind of another thing that works for me. Uh, the things that help are, I don't know, figuring out the time of the day when you're most productive. So for example, for me, it's morning. Like when it's after 3 p.m., I'm not doing anything most likely. So uh, for me, it's better to start in the morning and finish all my days, all my tasks by like the midday. Otherwise, it will be just super slow and it will feel weird. Um, another strategy is uh, like a workspace. I don't know if it's only my problem or it's actually common, but um, what happened to my uh, workspace at home? I just turn it, turned it into like some uh, procrastination place in my head because I was watching a lot of series there just eating doing makeup and like I don't know scrolling social media on my like working table uh that's why my brain kind of started perceiving it as a procrastination place so when I actually started to do some work my brain was like no we are not working here it's like a place for you chill why do you want to study here uh so when I moved to the dorm like a year ago to my boarding school I was just like okay now I'm gonna I'm not gonna repeat this mistake again uh my table in my room will be only for working guess what happened in two months it also turned in a place where I watch series and do makeup like nothing nothing changed uh so that's why uh, I'm kind of going to cafes or just like co-working spaces to do work because like, <laughs> I just keep turning my workspace at home into a mess. So yeah, maybe a good advice. Don't do anything not study connected or work connected at your workspace at home. Otherwise, your brain will start perceiving it as a chill place, uh, which will not turn out good. So yeah, find a place where you feel comfortable working and keep it as a working place. Do you think having good time management strategies contributes to having a good mental health? Do you think it improves it or does it have a negative impact on your uh, mental health? I think they certainly improve my mental health. You know, um, if you participate in less competitions and activities you will have less deadlines like fewer deadlines and with fewer deadlines you will get like less 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 pressure and without pressure you won't be anxious you won't um suffer from failure like the distress after failure so you just like abandon them completely then you will be happy every day yeah, I mean, if you have a good working strategy, uh, you will just feel less stressed, right? Especially when you do stuff prior to deadline and you don't feel this pressure of the deadline coming up. Yeah, it's definitely good. Plus, if your working habits suit you well, right? If you're working at a time that you're comfortable at working and like a space that you feel comfortable working in, then you, you just feel better genuinely, right? Did you develop any procrastination habits during the pandemic? And are there any old habits you want to get rid of or new habits you would like to start practicing in the post-pandemic world? So for procrastination habits during the pandemic, I think one thing is just waking up later and sometimes sleeping later due to um, looking at the phone 
Um, yeah, but I think my life hasn't changed that much before and after COVID because even before COVID, I was not a hangout person. I stay at home for like weeks and I won't like leave my school and home unless I really, really, really have to. So um, about some new new habits and old habits, I think like staying at home is an old habit I want to like slowly get rid of or maybe like change a little bit, if not completely getting rid of it. Because um, I'm just feel like I'm getting less and less social and staying at home. Yeah, like worse air quality and less communication with people kind of make me feel lonely. However, like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, um, I don't know if I really have to get rid of it. Just like, I don't know if I really have to get rid of procrastination because it sounds like negative words and negative habits, but I do gain happiness from them. Um, new habits that I want to start in post-pandemic life, pandemic life um, one thing is working out because I used to hate sports and like, while I stay completely at home for months, especially in China, the lockdown is still continuing now. Um, I kind of feel like some pain in my knees and my like psoriasis things. So I think I really need to start working out. And this is very urgent. Yeah, for me, um, for the bad habits, I mean, we all kind of, I guess, were like uh, visiting online classes from bed, <laughs> which is uh, not good. But yeah, I guess that's why some schools started being like, yeah, your camera on is mandatory. So you just don't, I don't know, eat or sleep during the class. Uh, and I don't know, uh, the worst habit I developed, I guess, is just like waking up maybe in like okay time like I don't know okay 9 a.m uh but then just lying on in my bed and scrolling socials for two hours and then boom it's 11 a.m and I'm already late everywhere what's going on and I just feel dizzy because I was just lying on my bed and scrolling and my head aches and everything is so bad and I don't know how to sleep um that was kind of uh, not great and I still do this sometimes uh, I don't know how to get rid of it. I just like every time it happens and I wake up and feel dizzy and super bad. And I'm just like, we are not doing this again. But then it happens again in like one or two months when I like forget about how bad it was. So yeah, I guess just like, don't do this, please. <laughs> and um, new habits. Um, I don't know, I guess just putting myself out there on and just at least once a day going for like even a small walk just just to have some like fresh air because I don't know why but when I stay at home for the whole day my brain kind of considers that the day was useless and it's not affecting my mental health in a good way so yeah at least 15 minutes walk just like meet your friends uh, like do something just just be on the street, please, at least for a little bit. Okay, that was the question. I'm going to do the outro now.
Our speakers are definitely not the only ones who have struggled with this tumultuous time of change. We hope that some of our speakers' advice related to procrastination and time management can aid through your own journey in the post-pandemic world. We acknowledge that current times may not be easy, but I believe that through sharing and discussion of more people's struggles during this time, we can all grow stronger and feel more comfortable during the post-pandemic world. The pandemic has brought many issues regarding mental health to light, such as a lack of resources or opportunities people have to speak about their mental health. We as a society should take these issues into careful consideration when planning for the future and try our best to stop the negligence of people's mental health. So I encourage you to use this podcast as a platform to share your own experiences and thoughts around the topic, including the lessons you have learned while dealing with the natural difficulties of the post-pandemic world. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Back to Normal. I've been your host, Kevin Ibrahim.